0: Beluga Podcast, and here's your host, Andrew Mortimer. Thank you, Julie. Yes, this is the Beluga Podcast, yeah. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. Uh, Hello to any new listeners, and I'm just going to explain what's going to happen in this episode. Yeah, um, our first item is the uh, six-minute shout-out, and the idea of this is... I have six minutes to talk about something that I found on the internet. Um, I'm not going to reveal exactly what it is just yet, but you'll find out very soon. It's the the first first item. Yeah, then uh, I'm moving on to would I watch it again? Uh, this is a segment I do every week, where uh, every week I watch a randomly selected film that I I, I just go on uh, suggestmemovie.com dot com and uh, yeah, then I find out what I need to watch and then I go away and watch it <laughs> so yeah, this week it's Shutter Island um, that was one that I, I hadn't seen before, before I uh, watched it for this uh, this podcast so uh, you're going to find out what I thought about that one uh, you're also going to find out um, right here what the next film is going to be so for the next episode uh, yeah, there'll be another film and we're all going to watch it together, because uh, I'm now on Rabbit. Uh, if you don't know, that's uh, a site where you can stream uh, films that you want to watch with a community of people. And uh, yeah, so I've set up a group. Um, go check that out. If you go to at Beluga Toons Pod, there's more information on uh, the, the group that I've set up for, for the online viewing. Yeah, um, and... Uh, finally I'm going to be doing an, another chapter of the Odyssey Express where are we up to now uh, 32 I believe chapter 32 so this is a story that I've been working on and it's just, just kind of a random thing um, Each in each episode what I do is I get a bunch of random words from another website and uh, I just have to kind of make a new chapter out of them and it means that the story is taking all these really weird twists and turns. Not a lot of it really makes sense, but it's, it is quite fun. Um, so here are the eight words that have just been randomly generated for me. And I need to think about these throughout this episode and try and come up with, with a new chapter of my story. So um, we have amused, coast, twist, wash, carry exultant giants and instinctive so those are the words that i'm going to be using to uh, make a new new chapter of this story okay so basically that's that gives you an idea of uh what's coming up in this episode uh so let us move on the Blue katoons podcast it's like ice cream for the
1: ears not that i'm suggesting you put ice cream in your ears
0: It is now time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. Round and round it goes. (laughs) Where's it going to land? There there are so many different things on this wheel. It's incredible. Um, Yep, uh, just give give it some time. It's going to slow to a stop. Right. um, It has landed on uh, John Cleese in conversation with Eric Idle. And this is from the YouTube channel Live Talks LA. Uh, and, and really, what, here's the real reason why I, I'm, I'm talking about this. Because um, I uh, I always have to come up with something to talk about in each episode. Um, and uh, I, 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 I came across this video not too long ago. And it, it, it just sort of occurred to me that this is a, a nice thing to just like even though it's a video it's, it's nice nothing just just listen to in the background um while i'm doing my cartoons and things like i, I um I'm, I'm the kind of person who like, when i when i'm doing my projects i kind of like to have something playing like a podcast or music or something like this just like a, a conversation and uh, um if for some reason I just find because yeah you know, I, I live alone and <laughs> this sort of thing is is a bit it, it, it's, it's nice and comforting and it, it gave me the idea to um, make an MP3 version of this to just put on my iPod so I could listen to it you know um, on the go and uh, because I, I have a very old iPod so <laughs> I, I wanted to create an MP3 of it um, yeah and. Uh, I was just uh, I was relaxing and listening to it on my iPod earlier, and uh, yeah I just uh, just occurred to me that this might be a, a good thing to talk about in this episode because it is a, a really good it, it, it's a, an hour and sixteen minutes in total uh, but yeah uh, i I feel like it, it's worth checking out It's very interesting um, it's not a new video. I can see now that um, it was published in 2014. So yeah, um, we uh, uh, as I said, we hosted John Cleese and Eric Idle at Live Talks Los Angeles on November the 18th. The occasion, Cleese's memoir, So Anyway. The venue sold uh, a, a sold crowd at the Alex Theatre. For more information on Live Talks and It's got the uh, website there So yeah uh, That's what it says uh, Yeah so um, the uh, One of the things that um, I, I personally think is a, a, An interesting thing that they talk about Because um, yeah um, if, if, if you've seen The Monty Python stuff Um you might, might be aware that they they've done a number of live performances where they do what's known as the four Yorkshireman sketch. Um, and uh, the thing about this is they 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 they've done it several times live, like with um, John Cleese and Michael Palin and um, Terry Jones, uh, uh, Graham Chapman back when he was still with them. Um, and, and there, are diff- there are sort of different variations of it. Uh, they did it the O2 not too long ago, I think. <laughs> a few years ago, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, and I think what's interesting, because uh, they, they, they never did it in uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus. It doesn't appear in that. And the reason is because really it's, it's not actually a Monty Python sketch. Um, it originated in a TV series called At Last, The 1948 Show. Uh, and they did it with Marty Feldman. Um, I think it was Marty Feldman, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, and one of the other members of the group. I, I, I can't remember now exactly uh, I can't remember who the fourth one was. but um, yeah, so, so it's interesting how they, they sort of held on to that. And they do talk about... The uh, the the kind of pre Monty Python stuff that they did, um, and they act out a sketch from at last the nineteen forty eight show, and it is interesting how uh, it 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 really does it 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 it's it, 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 it has that you know, it it it's just yeah I. I uh, what, what am I trying to say? <laughs> yeah, because I, I I do really like Monty Python. I think I I, I find it very interesting um, when when he didn't talk about the other things they did. Because um, I I the the other show they talk about is uh, Do Not Adjust Your Set, and Cleese says that uh, when when he saw that television series um it because it was a children's show but it was a comedy it was was, um uh, i think uh, terry jones was in that and um and and the thing that he remarks about is it um he thought that it was funnier than most comedies aimed at adults uh so yeah that, that that was one of the things that apparently um got them interested in working with terry and yeah um and I think the, the, other, the other thing that's very interesting is how uh, at the start of this interview um, John says he like, everyone has their own version of what happened back in the day when, when they were starting out um, and he really wanted to hear what Eric had to say because he knew that it would be an entirely different version so it looks like I've, I've already been talking <laughs> for six minutes now so Uh, I'll play a clip, and then we shall move on to the next bit
1: (laughs) And then Terry Jones did something that threw us all he was doing the Spanish loonies thing at the start with the guitar and When he took the guitar off in a big hurry to put the white tuxedo on to come and do the four Yorkshiremen He cut his eye and we sat down, and you and Michael did the first few lines, and then it was Terry's turn, and I turned to, to, to Terry for his line, and blood is pouring down. <laughs> so I blow my line. I don't know, what, what is he hurt or what? And then the next thing is, he, he can feel something, so he, he does this with his hand. Now he is red-handed. And a very strange thing happened because when I, I blew my lines again and when I came off stage, Eddie Izzard was there and I said, sorry about blowing the line. And Eddie said something profoundly wise to me. He said, John, he said, they've all seen you do the sketches correctly many times. It's much more fun for them, right? (laughs) When something new happens that's never happened before. And from that moment on, I spent most of my time trying to break him up. (laughs) (laughs) And breaking up Michael
0: Payne. Right, so that's uh, John Cleese in conversation with Eric Idle. You can find this at the Live Talks LA YouTube channel. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Crazy people, they're the perfect subjects. They talk, nobody listens. I stood at Owl. We we, we saw what human beings are capable of doing to
1: each other, right? For Christ's sakes, we we fought a goddamn war to stop them. And now now I find out it may be happening here, on our soil? Really here to do, Ted.
0: I'm going to get the proof. I'm going to go back and I'm going to blow the lid off this place. A U.S. Marshal investigates the disappearance of a murderer who escaped from a hospital for the criminally insane. So this is Shutter Island, 2010, directed by Martin Scorsese, uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio, Emily Mortimer, no relation, and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, uh, once again, this one might be a little bit hard to talk about. And I think it's because... uh, it's really hard for me to decide whether I think it's brilliant or if, you know, I, cause I, uh, the, the, I, I, very early on, like the very first scene I thought was somehow brilliantly done. Like hardly anything had happened, but I just think like that there is, um, I think this is a sign that, uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, is very good at what he does because um his first line uh i, I just like it, it he's, he's basically just um in the, in this scene he's having a bit of seasickness on this boat and um it, it just seemed very real it was like a yeah it, it it i don't know how much significance it was supposed to have but um that alone um, re- i i think i liked it because it really set the tone you can tell exactly what type of film this is going to be. Um, and yeah, I think this is yet another film where I, I kind of recognize its merit more than, uh, I enjoyed. I, I, I think, I don't know if I got an awful lot of enjoyment out of it. It's very long. It's, it's, it's well over two hours. Um, but yeah, I uh and I, I cuz I was I was on YouTube looking for a, a clip to play earlier and uh yeah, I um I I read a little, you know, the the comment at the top of one of these videos on YouTube. Um someone had written uh it is it, it's, it's a great example of a film where You enjoy it more the second time round because when you know the twist, um, you 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 just you know you understand everything a lot better, and and I suppose that's probably a sign that yeah I because I I have found this with a lot of films that because I didn't really know exactly um, what was you know I I didn't know what was going to happen so. Uh, the first time around there there was that you know I I was I was a little bit lost and it, it was only when I when I rewatched it that all of a sudden yeah I, <laughs> I think I'm a fan of this now so it is funny how yeah I, I am like that with a lot of things um and uh, yeah uh I I think Ben Kingsley was actually my my favorite actor in this the the, the performance he did I think Somehow, and because and it—it's it, really all in the tone. It's one of those things where it, it's not exactly what they're saying or what they're doing. It's just how they're making you feel. You know, it—it's uh, it's rather unsettling. And I—I'm starting to realise that I—I I talk about a lot of things on this show that I, um, the I, I really like, and I'm always saying, yeah, go and check this out. Um, and what, what can be a bit problematic is this podcast um, it isn't, you know, I, I don't put any age restrictions on it because uh, I it's not a sweary podcast. And um, for that reason, I think I, I might need to get into the habit of just mentioning. Um, That uh, this is one of those films where you know you you, you've got to be able to um, you know enjoy how the the (laughs) Um, it's rated fifteen it's (laughs) rated fifteen and and so yeah I because I I I don't want to sound like But by saying that, I'm I'm giving you an idea of what it's like. Maybe you'll enjoy it, maybe you won't. Um, So yeah, I... uh, That's something that I I don't tend to go into, is whether it's suitable for younger people. Um, Because like, uh, any film that's rated 15, I find that most people who are significantly younger than that will happily watch a film like this anyway, so I don't know um uh, it it was very well received by the looks of it when it first came out so yeah i am a little bit torn because um yeah i i think w- when it when it gets to the twist and because and I, I i was very slow and i i think i consider i spent a lot of time considering the, you know the possibility that maybe maybe it's like this and then i think i i really started to enjoy like the the last third because it um it confirms what, what exactly what I was thinking and um, so without giving anything away I, I kind of enjoyed the fact that um it it it, it was made nice and clear uh what, what's really happening in this film and yeah the, the, what happens in the plot um, so yeah, would I watch it again uh i I feel like I should. <laughs> so I think I'm going to say yes yes would be my answer um, mainly because of that comment I saw it's like I, I thought yeah I, I can see this being that kind of film where once you know the twist um, it makes re-watching it a, a much better experience you do, you do understand it a bit better I think, uh, anyway uh, so that's uh, Shutter Island let's go to suggestmemovie.com um where I shall find out what the next film is going to be. Mean Streets, another Martin Scorsese film. How about that? <laughs> 1973. Uh, that will be the next film I talk about. And I'm going to stream it on Rabbit. And like I said before, you'll, the, all the information you need for this is going to be on the Twitter, at BelugaToon's Pod. So you'll get the link to the group, and we'll be able to watch this film together. So that'll be cool. Right. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial break very soon. And uh, during that time, I'm going to work on uh, Chapter 32 of the Odyssey Express. So uh, stick around. The Beluga Tunes podcast will return after these messages. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. Okay, so let's, uh, let's have a recap. Uh, previously on the Odyssey Express, the yeah, um, postman arrived and gave the talking donkey some flowers. Uh, the donkey was not expecting this, and the, uh, the scent of the flowers caused the donkey to pass out, and, and so did uh, Becky and Lisa and all the others. Um, and they've now woken up in a dark room and uh, yeah, they they've heard some voices, and a woman has just approached Suzette, and is telling her to relax. It's all very weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense, uh, but here we are. This is this is the fun. The fun thing is, yeah, it, it's all just from these randomly selected words. So um, the words I have this week are amused, coast, twist, wash carry, exultant, giants, and instinctive. So um, I've put together a a new chapter. This is chapter 32 of the Odyssey Express. Um, So I'm going to read it now. So um, this is all just made up of those eight words. We are most amused at your decision to transform the princess into a donkey, but... "'I'm afraid you must now change her back,' the woman says to Suzette. "'Suzette nurses her head. "'I don't know what you're talking about,' she says. "'Don't play games. You brought the princess here, and we need her in her original form. "'We have travelled from coast to coast,' says another woman, "'heading into the op- t- uh, heading to the operation table on which Suzette is sitting. "'And never have we seen this kind of practice. "'It's very impressive,' But we need you to change her back. Here's the thing, says Suzette. I don't know how to change her back, and even if I did, why does it make a difference to you? Because, replies the first woman, that donkey is the daughter of Queen Imogen. Suzette blinks. Well, that's a bit of a lame twist, she mutters. Well, we think it's quite powerful, the woman replies. She turns to her partner. Fetch the princess, Bertha. Bertha leaves the room. Is is there any anywhere I can wash? Asks Lisa. Wash nothing. I just want some light. Says Teresa. Why do I have to carry all of this stuff? Asks Princess Dorothy. She has a box of bottled potions on her back. Where did those come from? Asks Becky. Lisa notices the exultant look on Bertha's face as she enters the room. "'I am bringing Her Royal Highness to Madame Greenfeld,' she says. She unloads the box of potions from Dorothy's back. "'What are those bottles?' asks Lisa. "'Don't touch those,' says Bertha as she hurries off with Dorothy. "'I'm not listening to her,' Becky says, grabbing one of the bottles. "'She's one of our captors,' Why should we trust either of them? Becky chugs one of the bottles of liquid right down to the bottom. Nothing happens. You want to try some? Becky says, offering another bottle around. It's not bad. Teresa decides to give it a shot. After drinking the second bottle, she becomes alarmed as she notices Becky rapidly growing. In no time at all, Becky's head touches the ceiling. She soon finds herself curling up to ensure she can fit in the room. Theresa also starts growing, and before long, the two friends have become giants. Well, I suppose the instinctive thing to do would be to run away," suggests Shane. And he does. You're still listening to the Beluga Tunes podcast. Can I go home now? The time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. And so before I do, uh, I shall just let you know about a few things. First of all, my website, belugatoons.com, b e l u g a t w o n s, And that's where you want to go if you want to see my cartoony drawing things. And um, there are updates on stuff like this podcast and, yeah, a few other things. Uh, yeah, live streams, because I'm, I'm going to be... Gonna try and do some more live streams. Um, I'm back in the drawing room tomorrow. At least that's the plan. Um, yeah. So uh, there's that. Um, you can follow this podcast uh, on Twitter if you go to at BelugaToons Pod. Um, yeah. Uh, this podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, um, and Spotify. And I want to say thank you to Julie Kitsuli for. Uh, Doing those, those great stings to the going the go between each segment. Um, you can find more of her work uh, at kitsuli.com. Um, yeah, uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, I've got to thank um, Pete Moore for composing Asteroid, also known as the Pearl and Dean theme. I used that earlier. Yeah, uh, and is there anything else? What, what else do I usually say? <laughs> yeah um, I, I don't know much about what I'm going to do for the um, next live stream podcast because uh, I'm trying to do those I'm, I'm going back to doing them once once a month I think that's enough um, so yeah uh, right at the end of this month I believe I will be doing a live one live one of these So probably the, the last Friday of the month yeah that seems about right yeah uh, yeah, what, what was the other thing? What else do I have to say? Oh yeah, don't forget to join me on Tuesday um, when I'll be streaming Mean Streets, the Martin Scorsese film. Uh, what, what what year was that? Was it seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, 73? Something like that. <laughs> anyway, it's the, it's the old Martin Scorsese film. Um, so yeah, uh, and we're going to watch it on Tuesday. I think about... Uh, 6pm I I think 6pm is the best time so that'll be 6pm UK time Um, we are watching it on Rabbit for anyone who's uh, joined that that site yet Um, I'm going to put up a link so you'll know where to go to find it and everything Uh, again on the Blue Katoons Twitter that's it thank you all very much for listening do take care everybody and I am off to the pub